0: Hey yo, welcome to Wash Day Talks. My name is Deborah, your host. And today I'm going to be doing an episode on forgiveness titled, Forgiveness is Great Power. Or maybe forgiveness is power. I like forgiveness is power more. But here at Wash Day Talks, it's a encouraging self-help podcast. And there's a blog and there's an Instagram page, which you should check out for loads of recurrent motivation and words of wisdom throughout the week. And here we do realistic self-help. Life's too short to shy away from a good conversation. So I like to converse with you guys about really great topics Last week's topic was about comparison and the danger of comparing yourself unhealthily to your friends and also to your competitors. I spoke about how comparison in itself has a utility especially in the business space because you're comparing which company is more profitable, what which company makes more sales and from healthy comparison you can make good changes to yourself. Maybe it'll reveal the type of things you should prioritise or invest in. I'm a strong advocate for standing on the shoulder of giants and learning from people who have gone before us or who excel in areas where we don't do that well but the issue with unhealthy comparison is there's a heavy emotional attachment to it and it's linked to our own self-worth and the value we place on different relationships in our lives so when we start unhealthily comparing that's when an issue stems with our own personal walk of self-growth and also our walks with our friends and our relationships so I really like that episode I recommend that after you listen to this one go and check that out on Spotify and multiple streaming platforms like Apple podcasts and Amazon podcasts and basically almost all streaming platforms make sure you follow the Instagram again because there's a lot of wisdom on there as you can also see my hair is out I love whenever I have my natural hair on a podcast because the icon of what they Talks is a woman in an afro and I have afro hair if that's what you call it so yeah just my hair's actually grown quite a bit as well which is lovely apologies if you're watching on a platform where you can't see me Switch to YouTube or Spotify for video podcasts. But yeah, my hair looks like quite healthy. It looks like it's growing, which is nice, given I haven't really been having my natural hair out for a while. But yeah, now we're actually going to go into the content of today's video, which is forgiveness is power. I have been talking a bit <laughs> about things not related to this topic. But yes, we're going to be covering quite a few subtopics, which are, of course, what is forgiveness? What are the parameters of forgiveness? How do we distinguish forgiveness from reconciliation? Do we actually need to forgive and forget? Is forgiveness dependent on someone else recognising that they've hurt you? And also the role of taking offence in your own journey of forgiveness. And the power of forgiveness, obviously. So these are a lot of topics that we're going to discuss throughout the podcast episode and i really hope that you enjoy it because i'm excited about this episode because whatever i talk about on wash day talks i have either learned and i believe you never fully learn, learn a lesson but you graduate certain levels like i feel like i've graduated at least level one of offense okay because before you offend me i'm like now nah, i'm never talking to you again but like i've grown god's working on me i'm working on myself my friends are working on me um to grow so i believe that i've at least graduated level one two and maybe three of forgiveness but i know that as i grow there'll be greater levels of forgiveness that i need to reach and even currently in my life i'm always having to forgive that it's becoming second nature and i'll speak about that later not to get ahead of myself and i'm going to slow the pace of my speech so you can register what i'm saying i'm really excited for this episode but i'll speak about this towards the end of the episode but the importance of not taking offense and bringing a forgiveness in regards to offence right because you also need to forgive even when people aren't morally culpable for the way they've hurt you i'm using legal terms but I will explain. But for today's video, I have not used any Google definitions for the terms. And like I said, this is because I learn a lot of the lessons I talk about or I'm currently learning the lessons I talk about. So I like to define things in the way that I understand them through a first-hand experience rather than going to Google or I either use Google to support my understanding or I support Google's understanding with some personal human experience. First question, what is forgiveness? We want to define what forgiveness is before we fully get into this conversation, right? And my understanding of forgiveness is the release of someone from a grudge in your heart. And I would define a grudge as an unhealthy hold in your heart. Imagine a belt. I'm just going to say a waist trainer. That is no. <laughs> Actually, I said I wanted to say waist trainer, but in my head, I had like, you know, those when you're lifting weights in the gym and you have those belts that you put around you. But imagine a belt wrapped very tightly around your heart. That's what I would call a grudge. In poems and that type of stuff, the heart is normally seen as the powerhouse of emotions, the place from which we feel, where we have compassion and love. So imagine something restraining your ability to be compassionate and loving and open with people. That's what I would call a grudge. And the interesting thing about great relationships is you have to disarm yourself. And I actually wrote a poem about this, how like I feel like I've been disarmed, like I have no weapons, (laughs) I have no armor. But that's where the greatest forms of love come in when you're very open and vulnerable with someone and you're willing to be hurt by them. Like You put yourself in a position where they know so much about you or they have access to you in a way that if they did leave your life or like fight you, it would hurt you. But that's the beauty of relationships. So I would say that forgiveness is releasing someone from a grudge in your heart, which is an unhealthy hold on your heart. And it's the refusal to bear the fruit of past hurt which can be anger, bitterness, fear, emotional instability, um, you're so like unforgiving that every little thing triggers you, your emotions are up and down, up and down. I really hone in on that definition, the refusal to bear the fruit of past hurt. When I say bearing the fruit of past hurt, I mean showing forth the product of something that's happened to you. So if someone slaps me, the fruit of that slap physically can be a red mark on my face or a bruise. The fruit of that slap emotionally can be fear at people coming too close to me, can be fear about um, being friends with people, can be fear of being around people who are angry, can be a resentment of people who easily showcase anger. So there's always a fruit of hurt. Every Thing that happens to you has the opportunity to bear fruit it can be good fruit in the sense that because someone slapped you you're now more compassionate to people who have been slapped or it can be negative fruit that now you're bitter and angry and you want to slap back so unforgiveness brings a lot of bad fruit for me it was like bitterness anger self-pity as well oh look at me i'm, I'm offended like I'm going, you're going to see this in my podcast episodes, especially if you've been following me since 2021 when I first started, but you will probably know there's a significant amount of emotional growth that's happened. And I'm very firm on myself and therefore will be firm on my viewers when it comes to the place of indulging in negative and corrupting emotions. I don't tolerate a lot of the rubbish I used to tolerate before. You won't catch me crying over a lot of the rubbish I used to cry about before because I genuinely tell myself, no, you're not doing that. And it's interesting because you can still be humble, but have very high standards for yourself. And you probably may not see them in day-to-day interactions with me. But for people who very much know me and spend a lot of time with me, it's very clear, like, Deborah does not... The stuff that used to stress her before, don't stress her now and it's because I'm very firm with what emotions you choose to indulge in hence in this podcast episode I will not say that self-pity is a fruit a positive fruit of offence if someone has hurt you and you retreat to self-pity I'm not going to condone that I'm all up for compassion and there is always a season of mourning and there is always merit in acknowledging the things you struggle with as a result of something that has been done to you which is negative but when you choose to define your whole life by a bad event for your detriment not for your good not like you're using your story to lift other people up when you use your story to sit in pity I can't condone that because my current mental state will not allow me to condone that because I refuse myself to dwell in pity. Every Listen, there are days where I cry, there are days where I get upset over things, but the duration at which I feel that and the mentality that backs that emotion is not self-pity. It's like, okay, this is stressful. I feel a bit tense. What am I gonna do about it? Close my laptop, go for a walk. Old me, what am I gonna do about it? Oh my gosh, this is too much. Like I can't do it, I'm breaking down. Like no, no. <laughs> no. Also forgiveness precedes reconciliation right and like I said I don't have google definitions these are my own understandings but my understanding of reconciliation is choosing to move past what has been done to you and to build back a relationship. So this links into the next topic which is is forgiveness being besties again. The idea that when you forgive someone you immediately go back to the state that you were with them before the offence happened. I've reconciled in the sense that our relationship is where it used to be, but I have certain boundaries in place. So reconciliation is re-establishing that relationship, but you can have boundaries. So, yeah, we're still friends. You can still chill at my house, but the boundaries you just don't enter my room. You are still the friend who chills at my house. You're just not the friend who enters my room. So I think it's important to recognise, one, you can forgive someone without reconciling. So you can release them emotionally without being best friends again. But and also you can also go back to being best friends, but just have boundaries in place that keep you safe. Yeah. So next, this moves on to the next topic, which is forgive, don't forget. You hear that so much, forgive, don't forget. But my own understanding is it's more nuanced than, oh, I forgive and I forget or I forgive but I don't forget but in everything the bible says that wisdom is the principal thing and all thy getting gets understanding that basically means be wise don't be foolish right and I'm a strong believer of the idea that you forgive people but you forgive them with wisdom forgiveness is a personal journey forgiveness is the release of offense in your heart right so as long as you've done that you've forgiven now whether or not you reconcile is a topic that requires wisdom and evaluation of the merits of that relationship right there are certain people who i think bro i don't want you in my life ever again but because that relationship is so useful to me i'm willing to go back and reconcile but have strategic boundaries in place that prevent me from being in the area I once was right so for example you used to be someone I spoke to every day you're such a great person in terms of you're very supportive and caring but we had them falling out and you said some very hurtful things to me I've chosen to forgive you and go back to being your friend but my boundaries are there are certain areas of my life I don't confide in you about I confide in you about money about career about my aspirations for everything else I want to do but when it comes to my relationships that's an area you're not invited in before because you attacked that area before and it hurt me now i've reconciled with you but there are boundaries we're still close friends but there are boundaries and that's fine because it's not coming from a malicious place and that's the key thing about forgiveness your boundaries and in your reconciliation your boundaries never come from a malicious place or you hurt me so i'm never gonna let you hurt me again the way i've said things like that in my last life though my last life i mean like the old me it's not coming from that place it's okay I value your relationship, but I'm being wise. In order for our relationship to grow, you cannot have access to that place before. But that is for the benefit of my relationship with you and my own emotional health. So you never forget the action, because let's be for real. When someone has hurt you, sometimes when you're looking at them, a flash of what they used to do will come back. (laughs) Oh my God, did you hear that chesty Um, You never forget the action, but you disregard the emotional hold it has on you. And that's the difference between forgive and don't forget. In the healthy sense. You never forget the action but it just doesn't have an emotional hold on you. I don't forget that you gossiped about me but I don't allow that to make me malicious and bitter towards you. I'm still talking to you, I'm still chilling with you but I'm being wise in the sense that there are certain things I don't tell you and as time will test the relationship and as we grow one day I may realize and be like actually no you're a person who's worthy of my trust and therefore I want to start confiding in you again. So you have to remember that people grow the person I was two years ago, I would not be friends with them. The person I was a year ago, I might not be friends with them either. I think she had a lot of growing up to do. So if people are still defining me by the me I was last year, you're missing out on a lot of the me that I am now, which is not as bad. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of stuff I'm working on, but it's not as bad. So people can always grow and I think be open Especially with the boundaries you have with people, to sometimes loosen those boundaries if people show themselves to be good. So, like I said, that Bible verse: in all they're getting, wisdom is the principal thing. In all they're getting, get understanding, wisdom. And if you choose to forgive and not reconcile, keeping distance because of someone's character is perfectly valid. By that I mean, just because you haven't reconciled doesn't mean that you haven't forgiven. Distance is perfectly valid if there's a reason why. If this person is abusive, I release you from the hold in my heart, but I don't want to be around you because you're abusive. Do you know what I'm saying? So don't be saying, oh my God, like forgive and forget. Like I forgot every bad thing you said to me. I want to be friends. No, (laughs) be wise because you're the one suffering if you choose to forgive foolishly. And it is foolishness to stay around certain people who are bad for you. Um, how do you know someone's bad for you that's the whole topic but i'd say this is why it's so important to have people around you and to be open with the people around you life is too short to be investing in wrong relationships so forgiveness is a personal journey that's basically the key thing here and i've been hinting at this throughout the whole episode that like forgiveness is your choice to release someone from the hold in your heart right So you don't need someone to acknowledge their wrong against you for you to forgive them. So forgiveness doesn't have to happen only if someone apologises to you. You can actually forgive people if the person has never registered what they've done to you. And that's because forgiveness is a personal decision to release someone from the hurt that you have. So because you value your freedom so much, um, you just want to forgive the person. And I think we should really dismantle from the idea of I can only forgive when someone acknowledges because you'll just be in the bondage of unforgiveness for a long time. Because some people don't notice or some people notice and just don't care. (laughs) Like, they just don't care. And it's okay for people not to care. People aren't obliged to care unless they've said they care about you. Like, if you're telling me you love me and you can't be bothered to, like, actually address the things you've done wrong and have a conversation with me and value my boundaries, then you don't love me and I've got a story so it's very vague but one time someone just offended me and I was just like I was holding on to that offense for a long time and I don't think they actually realized or I don't think they cared (laughs) but either way it took me a long time to forgive them because I was just like when somebody doesn't care or doesn't realize it just makes you want to hold on to that forgiveness more and like show them that yeah I'm still offended but then one time I was just like, I actually don't care. I don't care. I don't even care anymore. And also, I don't want my like, um, my own relationship with my friends to be affected through my bitterness or my relationship with God to be affected through my bitterness. I want to be loving and kind. So I forgave them. And when I chose to release them from that hurt in my heart, without them even knowing that they probably offended me, I think I'd addressed it before, but I think they didn't know that I still wasn't over it because um, yeah, I just felt so peaceful and joyful. And I just knew that, okay, this is just the person in my life who maybe I shouldn't expect too much from them. And that's completely fine. Like, I still like you, your vibes to be around, but I just have it in my head that, oh, with that person, don't expect them to show up for you because they won't. <laughs> and me rewiring my expectations did me good because now I'm not offended. The stuff that used to offend me before, don't offend me now, because I don't expect stuff from you. I do expect minor stuff, but not things of the level that I did. And this links me to, like, the next topic, which is offence. You need to also learn how to forgive offence as well. And I'm going to give an example. You may be very triggered when you see people put dogs on a leash because your favourite dog was put on a leash and died from something, an allergic reaction to to the leash, right? So now whenever you see someone put a dog on a leash, you get so angry, you feel like they're so insensitive to your trauma and your suffering, but the person putting the leash on the dog is not in the wrong, right? Because they're not morally culpable. They haven't done it with ill intent. They're just doing something they think is natural. Now, other people may think, I don't need to forgive. Why do I need to be forgive? Because the person hasn't done anything wrong to me. So because they haven't done anything wrong to me, there's no reason for me to forgive. But actually get into the habit of forgiving when it comes to offence. Offence doesn't require a morally culpable perpetrator. Offence just requires an action which made you feel in a certain way. And you need to get into the habit of forgiving actions and people even when they're not in the wrong because forgiveness is just releasing someone from a hold in your heart. So just as you don't need that person to register with you that they're sorry, you also don't need that person to actually be in the wrong to forgive. Get in the habit of just dismissing baggage in your heart all the time, even without the consent of other people who've done the wrong because even though these triggers can't be attributed to the wrongdoing of other people, there's still things that have caused you to hold things in your heart. I hope I'm articulating it right, but you don't actually need someone to be in the wrong for you to forgive them. Because like I said, forgiveness is a personal journey. And the last thing, the power of forgiveness, peace. I am a peaceful woman. (laughs) You probably might not see it now, but like as I get older, you'll begin to see the fruit of peace in my life because I believe it'll just become so obvious at a certain point. Because the way I have fought for my peace please i have fought for that peace and i don't like people taking it that's why you just see me like leave a conversation if i can't be bothered but it'll bring you peace when you forgive you'll be at peace great relationships if you get into the habit of always forgiving always dismissing baggage from your heart i had a conversation with a friend recently and it was just so beautiful because i feel like we both god has helped us to both master forgiveness not that either of us were offended but more so just like, we, it's difficult to offend both of us in our relationship or to hold on to offence in our relationship because we are both very intentional about the way we forgive. So it's like, if I feel upset, I would tell you. And you would tell me if you feel like the reason why I'm feeling upset doesn't make sense. And we would discuss, we see eye to eye and we choose to move past it. And it was just so sweet because I'd never really had an interaction like that with someone where like, it was just so chill to resolve something. And then you actually go and work on the areas where you said you would work on also love so if you can hear like the the heaving like my throat is like but (laughs) also love i want to be a woman of love and when you forgive you can love and also forgiving is also bound love is also boundaries as well as in i love myself so much that i refuse to allow myself to keep being hurt by someone i refuse to allow offense to to breathe in my heart to breathe anger and hatred Because the love I have for myself and the love I have for people as a whole. That they don't need to go through passive-aggressive deborah. Who likes passive-aggressiveness? Bro. Also, it's a testament of your own emotional security. Repeated unforgiveness is giving emotional insecurity. On my part, it was, right? The fact that you keep holding on to offence. Because you don't even you're not even that secure in your emotions that you can control them. You know emotions can be controlled, right? Like I'm like I'm going to choose not to take offense at you back chatting to me right now because I know you're having a stressful day. And as your as your friend, I'm not going to like base my whole image of our friendship over one day when you were stressed. Because I know you're gonna come and apologise to me in an hour when you've calmed down. Right? And that's because I'm emotionally secure. I don't feel threatened emotionally when you're being mean to me. Most of the time. I'd like to think I don't. Most of the time, okay. I'm still young, I'm on like level four of forgiveness. I'm not at level seven, don't come and be doing bad stuff to me. Like, still developing and skin and health. As you can see, my skin I don't even know if my skin is good, it used to be better when I was younger, but I think I have good skin because I forgive. It's a lesson I've recently learned. I'm talking like very recent, not recent in terms of weeks, recent in terms of months, and it's been a continual thing that I'm still learning to this day. But your skin and your health, we've linked unforgiveness to, like, cancer, tumours. Because it's increasing your stress. There are biological effects of your emotion, emotions and your, the meditations of your heart. So you're just going to have good skin and good health if you get into the habit of forgiving, forgiving. And it's powerful to be beautiful and healthy. So there is power in emotional beauty. There's power in intellectual beauty. And there's power in physical beauty. Because anything that just looks glorious is powerful, right? Guys gosh okay takeaways two things forgiveness is for you not for others okay primarily it's for you because it's your heart that's got the waste trainer on it and your peace and health are at stake when you refuse to let go of hurt so if you value your peace your health forgive your emotional health and physical health and spiritual health um i'm speaking from a christian perspective so like the bible says that if you want to like give something to god And you have unforgiveness with someone. Drop whatever you want to give to God and go and forgive. Some of you are like, Jesus, I love you. You're the best. And he's like, forgive. I think the Bible says 70 times 7 in a day that you should forgive someone if they offend you. 70 times 7 times, which is 490 times in a day. And the second takeaway is you are powerful in your forgiveness because it testifies of your unshakable love for yourself and your love for your peace. That is self-explanatory. You love yourself, you don't allow rubbish in your heart. Forgiveness is maggots, it's breathing things. You don't want that, forgive. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to check out the Instagram page, Wash Day Talks, and the blog with the link in the Instagram page. Make sure you comment and like all my posts so I can become an international celebrity and go on world tours. I thank you all for listening and for growing with me on this journey of growth and allowing me to be someone who impacts the, the small knowledge I have with my young self (laughs) to the world i thank you and even though i may not know everyone i'd like to say i love you because i'm getting to a place where i'm just learning how to love people um yeah maybe that was intentional i said that message me on instagram with any questions any episode ideas and bye love you guys